hello, 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 and welcome to another episode of the Full Quota Podcast, where we talk all things South African cricket, domestic, international, and we had a massive week at that, and so we're going to talk all about it, um, but it's quite interesting because, yeah, I'm crying many things today, because uh, our domestic season ended, well, Division 2 ended, Division 1 still continuing today. Uh, looks like the Dolphins are walking their way um, to some sort of a title, but the the Lions could do it and beat them and help everyone else, which I don't think the Lions would want to do that. Um, but yeah, we'll talk about that in another show. Um, congratulations to the AET Tuskers, also known as KZN Inland, on obtaining promotion on the wildest Saturday you could have ever thought. In the space of like two hours, both games just ended with teams just falling apart um, at the seams. Um, and that's you, Easterns. I'm talking to you. I'm talking to you. Yes, I am talking to you. And also Southwestern districts who were um, somewhat already on holiday in Neisner, but they were in Oturin. So you got you to gotta give them something. But Tim, how are you doing? How's your weekend, my man? Uh, good, but it was good. It was um, it was exciting. I tell you what, um, I didn't look at the at the, the, the viewers viewerships on the YouTube page, but it was it was an enthralling end to uh, to Division Two season. Mm. We will we will discuss both divisions, both seasons yes. in a later podcast, far more in detail. Um, we promise we will we will be doing that um, at a later stage. But otherwise, all good, dude. Oh, good. Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, so this show, today's show, there's a test series that ended. We won a massive week for South African cricket. Um, we saw a big daddy hundred from Timber Bavuma on the weekend or Friday. Because uh, Saturday he was, oh, I'll, I'll tell you all about it during the show. We're going to talk about all of that. But Proteus won the test series 2-0 on Saturday. They effectively um, blew away the West Indies. I think if you go to the Caribbean Cricket Podcast, Mash is going through every single type of emotion. And it's it's great as a South African fan to see, but it's also not great because you actually want the West Indies and South Africa and to a certain extent New Zealand and Sri Lanka and Pakistan just involved in more test cricket. You need more of these games. And if you watch, because we're recording today, New Zealand and Sri Lanka. Sri Lanka like holding on to the World Test Championship final for dear life to a point where in that final ball had was it who's the wicketkeeper in that Sri Lanka game? Um had he just hit those stumps in that first throw. Oh man. And then they had a second chance, like a double play, like in baseball. And then Caden Williamson's down there and he makes it in by three centimeters, and New Zealand win the game. That's that's insane. And then on top of that, in India, um, Australia did their friends a favor. I don't understand why. Like the difference between playing Sri Lanka and playing India, chalk and cheese, chalk and cheese in a World Test Championship final. So I hope Australia gets smacked by India um, because of what they did to us, and also how they were so poor in it. All we needed you guys to do was. Win two games. Win two games. That's all we wanted from you guys. Okay. But anyway, that's my rant. Done. Tim, 
Second test, South Africa blow the West Indies away. Um, it was like, I think it was a 187-run win. Um, really, really dominant. Timber scores 171. I'll tell you this, right? When he was getting into the... When he went to T on 70... It was 81. And we needed 19 runs. Um, I was sitting there going, oh, Lord. There's no morning walker today, so that's a good thing. Um, but a couple of lots of wickets could cause some drama. Um, and drama was there. Alzari Joseph bowled really well um, off the T. And Timber took take take South Africa to a hundred, his first hundred in well his you know, first hundred and seven years. What did you make of that? Because I looked at that and I was like, that's my fighter. I'm his fan. I, I love him to bits. And so I'm truly happy for the guy. Um, but what did you make of that? Because I think that was the most important thing that happened this weekend outside of the win. Oh, uh- just to put it into context, in that second innings, of that top six, the top six, the next highest score was 18. That's just to, just to put it into context. Oh, because Vian bats at seven. <laughs> yes, Vian bats <Batten> seven. <laughs> at seven. Um, it was 18. South Africa were, were dominant throughout the test match for most of it. But like the first, Wistindies had their chances. Like mm-hmm. the first, Wistindies had opportunities to cause us problems. Um, but they, did, they didn't take them. We were 8 for 2 when Tempe came in. And they were, were I think we and were, we were 60 30 for 3. F- yeah, 30 for 3. I think we were 60 for 4. Uh, we, were, we were in all sorts of bother. Wickets were, wickets were tumbling. Pressure was mounting. Top 6 were failing yet again. Um, Joseph, as you say, was bowling well, but it was the same issues with South mm. Africa. Top six failing, needing somebody from the lower middle order and tail to chip in to make us, to get us back into the situation, if you like. And this is Timber. This is Timber in a nutshell. How many times has Timber got us out, out, out of a tough, tough spot? Many mm. times. How many times has Timber... Come into the crease, 30 for 2, 40 for 3, in, in those similar numbers. South Africa needing yeah. a fighter, needing somebody to absorb the pressure. Not fight fire with fire, absorb. Absorb. He absorbs pressure, allowing the ball ball to him. And then what happens then, once, once he gets that in, he is then able to transfer dominance and take and take control, which he did in the second half of his innings. Mm. But he needed to get himself in. He needed to get to that 30, 40, 50 spell uh, in those runs, and then he could transfer it. It was, it was a fantastic hundred. It, it, it ticked all the boxes. As you say, I thought large parts with Indies in this test mm. match and in that innings and throughout the series bound well. I don't think you can argue with their performances with the ball to a large extent. I think their the numbers back, stack that up. Yeah. Um, Joseph was joint leading wicket taker. So it wasn't a, it wasn't an easy an attack. It wasn't as, as easy as pitch as, as, as some mm. people m- m- might imagine. Because as I pointed out, the top six, if the top six are failing, it needed somebody to come out and, and, and 
put out the fire. And Tim Burton has done that throughout his career. Um, I don't think it was... I wouldn't put it as quite as high as one of his... as his most important for mm. Proteus. But in terms of him being captain, in terms of being the pressure of scoring naught in the last test match, there was going to be that added weight. There's always going to be the added weight on his shoulders. And he answered the critics. He didn't just go and get the three figures. He went to three, three figures plus and plus. Yes. He got and a sizable total. And, mm. and I, I was at the presser after the game. His presser, he looked so tired. He was broken. He had batted for like six hours. And he said that that's who he is, right? That's what he's, the team requires of him to take them out of a hole, to bat the long periods and to, to, to kind of be that guy, that stopgap. And he said, like, when he walked out, he was just trying to bat time. He was trying to bat for as long as possible um, until the end of the day. Um, the pitch in itself was actually playing quite pretty well for a batting service at the Wanderers. Um, and I felt he got the better version of the, of the, of the West Indian bowling. Um, obviously, there were moments there were guys who were bowling like horribly. Raymond Reefer had moments where you were like, okay, dude, what are you doing? But all in all, and I think even Craig Berth had said that in the press, that he couldn't fault his bowlers on that day. Timber was just on top of them. Everyone else was struggling against them, but this man was on top of them. And all he needed was somebody to go with him, and he found Vian Mulder, and him and Vian just kept on going. And that 42 from Vian is a dude, I know you're so disappointed that you didn't get a 50, but that 42 tells me everything I need to know about who's going to be sitting in the number seven spot. I know Marco Janssen is great. I know he's also going to bat, and I know many people say chances this, chances that. That The fact that Vian can sc score that on that pitch when everyone else is struggling tells me that Sh Coach Shuk one of other Co Coach Shukri's other um, situations are coming through. You know, the one of the gambles he took, and that was it, Vian. And he, he, he repaid it quite well. But, man, Timber's a beauty to watch as a batter. It's, oh. like, I get Aiden Markham, and I think Aiden's a textbook. Like, he's beautiful. Like, when those, he plays those cricket shots. Especially the straight drive. When Aiden's playing the straight drive well, oh, might as well take photos, take Jacques Callis's photo out of those textbooks and put Aiden's there. That's what you need to do, right? But Timber. Timber's just, he's like Picasso, right? He can, he's not traditional, but he is. But then he can color within the lines. Like even that shot to the 100, the inside-out cover drive, but instead of to cover, to point, that's Timber because you saw the field at extra cover, right? And Timber's like, oh, okay, cool. I can access point, right? And he accessed point on a ball that was slightly, uh, wasn't too full, uh, but it was very wide, and he decided to just cut it really nicely on the up. Um, and it's safe. It looks scary when you're on the ground because you're like, dude, stop hitting the ball in the air. And he even said he wanted to hit the ball in the air. And I was like, why? But anyway, um, a South African captain has scored a century in a test match. When last did that happen? It's been years. It was a very long time. It was actually Sri Lanka in um, in Fav's last series, actually, as a protea in 2022. One? One, 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 one. Yes, yeah. when, when Timber went out for, like, in, in the 70s and he walked. And everyone was like, dude, why are you walking? Yeah. But 
it's good that he's gotten a second hundred. I think from from for me and I think for him and his legacy, it kind of cements it because he's got all those fifties, right? He just needs those hundreds, and he scored a hundred at a time where South Africa at a time where he's in a purple patch, and it's kind of like puts the icing on the cake um, to kind of end this period because we're not going to have a lot of T Twenty cricket now. It's ODI cricket, so you just want that to continue. But that's Kemba. He played really well. I'll just I'll just add something. Somebody somebody messaged me and asked me how many hundreds he's made at Wanderers. Now, people who he don't know what Wanderers is his home ground, so I, I just assumed it would be you know three or four. This was his first one. Yeah. This was this was his first one. Which, that's that, quite a that is quite a stat. That that's a great one. Yeah. Great one. I never would have thought that was true. It's weird. <laughs> no, because when he said, he was like, no, guys have been teasing him, the fact that he's not on the honours board, or for domestic or even international. But for being there, being there live, I don't think there was any other. So I think it was like a top 10, top 15 century, test century at the Wanderers. And obviously taking into account the opponent, but if you take into account the situation of the game, if you take into account where the team is, um, and... What his personal pressure. Yeah. Not even his personal yeah. pressure. Just where the approaches were in the game situation. I don't... I think that's like a top 10 score. Because you're in your third innings. You are 30 for three. Your lead at the time is just under 100 when you are... When you come... Your lead is at 70 when you came in, right? 70 for two. You're under pressure. And everything else around you is falling apart. And you score 178 runs. When the next highest score in your top six is an 18. And you're, you're not giving it to us in some sort of a, um, un, uncultured or unstylish way. You're still playing your shots. You are still dominating a bowling attack that everyone else... It looked like that pitch was made for him and Aiden. Because Aiden's got that 96 in that first innings. And... You look at all the other hundreds that have been scored, the Graham Smith hundreds. Um, I think uh, also it's Steve Waugh, yeah. Um, Greg Blewett scored hundreds, and those were those were hundreds that changed series for mm. Australia. You know, um, there's Brian Lara hundreds. Brian Lara scored 100 in 2003. Nobody remembers it because that was the last time the West Indies won a game at and in South Africa. But that's important, right? Um, but it, but the sheer volume of runs puts him in the top. I think he's in the top six uh, runs scored individually in Test cricket at the at, at the Wanderers for an individual innings, right? But there's there's Herschel Gibbs on that list. There's 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 so many of these hundreds have been scored, including Aiden's 152 against Australia to put them to bed when Australia were just whimpering, right? And so you kind of think about it. You're like, what what have I watched? And to me, I watched something that was probably one of the most important hundreds in the history of South African cricket going forward. Um, but anyway, speaking about batting, the other person who has a purple patch is Adam Markram. 276 runs in this tournament. He was, well, not tournament in the series. He's continuing from SA20. He is, so I, I was still mm, iffy about him because I was like, so here's the thing and here's the point. Whenever Aiden was batting. Whenever the West Indies were opening the bowling, there was only one innings where the bowling was very good. 
and that was that second innings at the Wanderers. At Centurion? We made that 47, yeah. Yes, at Centurion, yeah. mm. at even in the opening, in the in the first innings at Centurion and the second innings at Centurion, even in the in the opening, in, in the first innings, the morning at the Wanderers, West Indies were horrible. They were bowling very poorly. And you cannot, you cannot complain about the bowling that you're receiving. Because I look at Timber's 100, and I'm like, no, Timber came in when West Indies tails were up and he put them down. They were good and they became bad. It wasn't a question of they were bad for a session and then they became good. And that's my thing with Aiden throughout all of this. Apart from that morning, when he was had that partnership with Timber and I was watching how straight he was playing the ball. Normally he likes to play the ball. If it's a straight ball, it's full and straight. He likes to play to mid on. To mid on. This time, he was playing it straight back to the bowler, past the bowler. There was a little bit of a run-out situation. They were, they were checking to see if uh, Kemal Roach was holding the ball. But that's how it is. And I realized then, I was like, okay, no, this guy's, yeah. We need to try and bottle this and hopefully it carries on forever because he had a very great series. They bowled poorly to him and really well to everyone else. But he dominated them. He put them into the ground. And to a certain extent, he's man of the series for the virtue that he put them away. He, he put them under pressure by winning that first test. Now, Pasaf could do that with that 100. It was great. Timber took it all away. He sealed everything, closed the door, shut the door when they thought they were going to come back into the series. And, yeah, Aiden, what do you think, Tim? Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I think the, the, the caveat that you that you put out there that, that the West Indies they allowed him to find this form with or 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 shall we say be more tactical, they made it easier for him to do that by starting poorly. That that is an important and caveat. And you also to put look at how there. Dean how Dean mm. scored his runs. He didn't score as many runs as Aiden, but Dean but, <laughs> the speed, yes. <laughs> he was scoring quickly. No, absolutely. <laughs> that, that is important. It, it is important. But I think what's more important here for me is the confidence within himself. He looks a different player to me. If I go back five months, mm-hmm. the last time, or not only five months, the last time um, Aiden played a test match in England, if I go back to that test match, it's two different people. Mm-hmm. It is two different people. They look the same. They've got the same hair, the same eyes. But I'm, I'm telling you now, it is two different people. From the moment he stru- took a stride out to Centurion to take that first ball, I knew he was going to score runs. I knew that he was going to score runs in the series. I didn't know how many. And I wasn't sure he was going to score 100 uh, with any uh, confidence, but I knew he was going to make something in the series. I knew he looked uh, like a man who had pressure taken off him. Mm. Whatever the conversations he's had with Shukri, they've worked a charm. Whatever the conversations they've had behind behind the scenes, they have worked magically. He looks to me like somebody who knows what was required from him, and is now benefiting from that and showing us 
exactly why he is so highly thought of. The other thing is, when he has got out, particularly with the 96, the fact that he was so angry is a good thing. Yeah. Because he knows, he knows he should have got 170. He knows mm. he should have got 170, 180 on that pitch. Yes. He knows he left runs out of it. That is a good thing. That is a good thing. So, fantastic. And it was killings. also a dumb shot. I'm sorry, Aiden. Yeah, that was, was a stupid shot. Apparently, it was his first sweep of his innings. Yes. We were all watching <laughs> like, what are you doing? <laughs> sweep, so. slap, sweep, slash, lap shot. So, the positives are there for him to, to have a fantastic um, 2023. Everything is there for him to do that. So, it's great that he's back. We just need to make sure that this is substantial and not just a, a flash of the pan, so to speak. Yeah. Here's the fun part, right? Oh, interesting part. It's not fun. So they asked Timber in his 176 presser or, or the, of the night he carried his bat. And they asked him about the coaching, about Shukri and the conversations and everything else. And he was like, they asked him if he felt backed by the coach. And he said that this is the second time in his career where he's felt backed by a coach. He said it's this time, and then the other time was with Enoch. Enoch at the Lions. Okay. So then I was like, wait, hold up. There have been a few coaches that Timbers has had. Mickey, no, not Mickey Arthur. What is it, Mickey? Russell Domingo. Russell. Otis Gibson. Mark Batcher. And I know Khalid on Crick Fanatics magazine and everyone is, keeps on saying no, but the culture and the team, there's backing from a coach. And my answer is, this is your job. You should learn to play with different coaches and their needs. And I'm going to ask you this, Tim. Is the Aiden Markram, does that statement from Temba apply to Aiden Markram that he's never had backing from the other coaches? Which is wild, because... His domestic coach was Mark Boucher. And so, can you extend that? Because I know Temba I get, right? I get that 100%. But from an Aiden perspective, because you're saying that obviously he's gotten the backing from Shukri, he's clear mind, role, whatever it is. Does that argument also apply for Aiden? Because my argument is, you were in the same dressing with Mark Boucher as coach of the Titans. You did not leave the Titans to go seek someone else. You stayed there. And he got graduated to the Proteus setup, and you were still there. And you are this diamond for everybody who loves watching beautiful cricket. Does it, does it apply to Aiden? My, I've been saying that on this podcast for a long time, so this won't be... Um, controversial to to listeners who've been listening to me throughout throughout last year and and maybe a bit before i don't think the players have been backed for six years i don't think the players have been backed properly 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 for six years and i'm talking about all of them because mm. i don't think they have been given the tools to succeed just giving them a coach and a, a fitness trainer and Give, just, just giving them the bare necessities of what a professional unit is required is not backing them. 
It is not and backing them. saying they must it, play it, the national it, game, essentially. It, it is giving them the bare necessities and saying, get on with it. Okay. That, that, is, that is my issue. So that could well fall. I'm not saying it does. I'm not saying it does. But it could well fall under where Adam Markham has been the last three or four years. It could well be that, 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 that it could well relate to him. My, my, my point, as I said before, is I don't think the players have been backed fully for six years. I hope it has changed now. Okay, so let's move on to the rest of the batting. I'm just going to read out um, some of the batters, the top six, and you're going to give me a, a yay or a nay or a comment as to what you thought of them. So he's obviously spoken about Aiden and Temba. Um, Dean Alga, 119 runs in his four innings, a high score of 71, an average of 29. What do you make of that in Dean's performance? If there was a pic, if there was a picture, which I want to do when we when we when we go and for next season, I want to have pictures in our podcasts. If mm. there was a picture to describe his situation at the moment, it is a big fat question mark. That okay. is for me where it is. Um, but he's done enough, and he's and done he's enough. Contracted, he's so done enough. to be there. Yeah, he's done enough to be included. He's done enough to be backed. He's done enough just to continue as our opener. I'm not sure where his head is. I'm not sure where his mind is. If you look at these modus dismissals at this test match, that's not Dean Alger. That's yeah. a man who's been told to play positive cricket. Mm. And I think he's... I think he's finding it a little bit challenging to make the adjustment to natural Dean to positive Dean. I'm not yeah. saying he can't do it, because although he hasn't massive runs, his runs have still been important. He's still mm. had very important partnerships with Markham at the top of the innings, which has meant to a large extent throughout the series we haven't been massively under pressure between the two of them. They've, they, they, seem to, they seem to get on, shall we say. But I do have a bigger question mark is whether he's going to be here 12 months from now. I, I, well, he has to be. It's, oh, at the end of the contract, the next year's contract when they yes, yeah, talk about yeah. it. Okay. Um, but you, um, yeah. So let's move on to the other one. The number three, Tony Gisorzi. 114 runs, a high score of 85, average of 28. I love that 85 that he scored at the Wanderers. Just wanted a little bit more, but yeah. He also is one of those guys who'd be disappointed in himself. But good debut, series. Um. Yeah, the only thing, the only thing that, that would have made us better if, is if he'd converted to 85. Mm. Um, that is the only thing. Again, he was in, he was scoring runs, he was in control, and he admitted himself he was trying to hit that ball a little bit too square. He played that a little straighter. He probably hits it and, and, and it doesn't bowl him. Um, but I think he could be very happy with his, with his first yes. outing as a pro tier. Um, he's put, put a lot of doubters to bed. Um, I did not think he would, be, he would take to it this easily. Um, mm -hmm. I thought there would be a little bit more of a challenge, to, challenge for him. Uh, I think the way he has played that Fourth stamp channel deliveries has been outstanding. Um, I, 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 yeah, I could not speak more positively with him. He has that positive approach, 
which is what Shukri wants to have, so he already has that in his locker. Um, that's not a problem for him. Um, the only issue would be is converting. So now you, we have seen him score runs, we have seen him, he's, he, he can play shots, he can score runs, he can look good, he looks good, which is, which is half the job in test cricket. It's now about converting. Right so in, make sure you convert. Mm. Yeah, look, mm. and I think I look at him, I look at Keegan Peterson when he came in um, or the India series, and I was like, okay, there's something there, but obviously you want to build up that body of evidence and, and continue to grow. I like the look of him at three. I think we have technically our top four um, for the next year or two, and, and to a certain extent, that's the discussion that you should be having with Dean, to be like, look, Dean, you, Aiden, Temba, and Antonio are my top four for the next World Test Championship cycle. Um, I just need you guys to be there. With that top four, we could be good. We, we, we could dominate, right? Um, and then the question is obviously what five and six looks like. We'll talk about number five because that was Keegan Peterson and also Ryan Rickleton. Um, Coach Shukri thinks Keegan Peterson is a five. But in this test series, Keegan Peterson only scored 21 runs in one game and averaged 10 and a half. Ryan Rickleton didn't do much better. 32 runs and an average of 16 in one match. Where do you see five going, going in future? Is Ryan going to stay there? Was that uh, that Centurion test for Keegan uh, give us something special and you can play the next game? If not, Ryan's coming in. Because I don't buy the idea that we're going to make everyone play like we're a school team. Because that... No, 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 no. This was... Um, no. <laughs> it, it worked out like that way in the series perfectly for Shukri in that he was able to see everybody, to give a flavour of what everybody can offer. Mm. But we, we ain't doing this. We ain't going to do chopping and changing like it's under 11. That, that's not happening. Um, well, I hope it's not happening. I really hope it's not happening. Um, look, um, it's a big question mark for both of them. Uh, we didn't see enough from either of them in the one the test match that they played. So I think it's a little bit harsh to say, yes, this guy's in and that guy's out. I still think there's a lot of question marks there. Um, the only thing I would say is, I think Ryan should be disappointed. On that pitch, when he came in, the situation, it was ideal for him to make a contribution. Ideal for him to say, you know what? I'm here. And the fact, the fact, the fact that you haven't been picking me for... A, a year earlier, well, this is why you should have. And he didn't, he didn't do mm. enough. Didn't yeah. do enough. It's one test match. It is one test match. I still think he has it for test cricket. I still think he has everything to be. And I think I think five would suit him. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Keegan, I've always been a fan of Keegan. I've always liked Keegan. Keegan's issue has been... What I thought Tony's issue would be, and it wasn't, was that full stop channel. Whereas Keegan can't stop himself. If he sees a ball in that full stop channel, it's a little bit short. He wants to hit it. He wants to hit it. He wants to get bad onto ball mm. too much. A bit like a bit like Punter, Ricky Ponting. Yes. Po pointing is Ricky Ponting was Ricky Ponting. So, um, uh, Keegan. Just needs to just, just rein in a little bit. 
get himself into 40. Get himself to 40, and then say, okay, right, if it's there, I'll hit it. Get himself to 40, get himself to 50, and then you can play a natural game. Just rein it in a little bit. Um, but they're both, they're both, for me, huge talents, huge, huge talents. And, yeah. and it's a case of either or. It's not a case of, of this guy and not that guy. No, I hear you, and I get you, and I think that's the thing. And so we look at the other batters in the side. Heiner Klaassen, that was an interesting one, obviously, because Carl Verena wasn't selected. He only came out with an average of 14. He looked like a cat on a hot to move. And then on top of that, it translated to his keeping. And the thing about a keeper, it's only one mistake. But just like a goalkeeper, one mistake, it can be, you'll be remembered forever. You can be perfect. And one thing can cost you. That misstumping in the Wanderers in the first innings of the West Indies, that lives on forever, for this entire year. And until we play Test cricket again, until he does something else. Because to me, that was, Carl can do better. Carl would have done better there. And then on top of that, your batting is horrible. And Carl's the last man to score 100 before the series for South Africa. So, what did you make of Heino Klaassen? Am I being a bit too harsh? I don't think you are. I think it's too soon to say whether Shukri got this wrong, but it is the, it is the one blemish in, in his selections, potentially. And the one where there were lots of questions. Rightly so, as, as you rightly pointed out, Carl performance-wise, deserved to be in this test series. There's, there's, no, there's no getting away mm. around it. He deserved to keep his place for this series. Um, the fact that he didn't gave, gave um, Klaassen a chance. Klaassen's always, in my opinion, always going to be pigeonholed. They're going to be people that are going to say, white ball player, fantastic, not a test cricketer. That's always going to be there. Whether he comes off, whether he makes a success mm. of Test cricket, that's going to be there. The, the misstumping and the poor batting just makes those voices louder. It just makes those voices a lot, lot louder for me. Um, I like the guy. I don't have a problem with him coming into the side. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there's still a lot. I still, I'm still not convinced. I'm like. You can't say you can't say he is gonna make his success out of Test cricket with the with the keeping or with the batting. Um, I know his role. His role is to dominate and and put pressure with the bowlers. Again, that's fine if you have a top six who are scoring runs. If you don't, it's less fine. It's a problem. It's a problem. Yeah. So we've spoken about the number seven spot or with Vian Mulder. Uh, he scored 54 runs and average of 27 after one match. Mutusami, who was the person in his pl place in the first match, only seven runs, three and a half average. Um, that's probably one of Shukri's moments where he realized that actually, yeah, he may have made an error. But I don't think it's the last time we see Senran. I think he's going to play at the end of the year. It gives him that option. That, oh, yes, I'm going to play four seamers, but my seventh batter is going to be the one who bowls. Um, unless in this year, Aiden Markham goes into this massive all rounder mode and starts bowling off these. 
in Red Bull cricket. And then <laughs> you can bring in someone else. Looking at our batting, is there anybody from outside of this test squad, outside of the guys who have been dropped, so no Calvarena, that you want to see at the end of the year in December? That's a tough. That's a tough one. Um, Not even Matthew Britska. People are crying for him. He's going right. Yes, people. No, people are. People are. If it, for me, if it's a choice between Matthew Britska and Jordan Herman, it's Jordan Herman. Jordan Herman. Into that top four that looks like you need to solidify it. Unless if he's going to open for Dean. If you are playing the positive approach that Shukri wants to. Jordan Hammond has got the ability and the confidence to play within, mm. within that role. Um, this is the time to do those sorts of decisions. This is, not the, not, this is the time to say, the old guard doesn't work. This is the new guard. And the bumps are going to be there. The bumps are going to be there, 100%. But the end goal, it's going to be roses. Okay. We know we know which, which direction we're going. That is a good point that you, that you make about Bertsky. Um Yes, if if you're if you're looking to transfer transition from from Dean, that's certainly an option. Yeah, and and to a certain extent, for me, there's another situation. I think that seven spot is for someone who bats really well, but can turn their arm over or do something. And there's a few guys. There's a possibility for a Devil Brevis to sneak his way in and learn how to play test cricket as a leg spinner. Um, or Tristan Stubbs, who has that explosive element that you're looking for. And to a certain extent, that's why I think they were trying to get Heino Klassen to do, and that's why he was a hat and got to new, got to new. Tristan Stubbs coming in, because I haven't seen Tristan bowl in a while, but I know he can bowl. Um, and it'll be interesting to see how he looks in a format like this with that whole devastating efficiency if you had given the platform you know donovan ferreira who scored bucket lot of runs and he took the titans to the post in insane yeah. victory yeah. last week which we're going to talk about in another episode He's yeah, one yeah. i'm like hmm i'd like yeah. to see this guy instead of mutusami or even bring him in and see okay uh tim let's go to the bowling i'm going to go through the bowling stats and then of everybody then we'll just chat bowling before we close off, um, Kakiso Rabada, top wicket taker with Azari Joseph, 11 average, uh, 12 wickets for 132 runs. Anuk Nokia took six wickets in one match, um, uh, for 84 runs, an average of 14. Gerald Kutsia, nine wickets, an average of 15.88. Sam Harmer, 21 average, uh, taking wickets at five. Um, Keshav Maharaj, three wickets for 27. Mark Janssen, three for 32. And everybody was laughing at me. With, I'm looking at Mark Janssen's stats. And I'm like, oh, Mark is the new Lungi. Oh, isn't that nice? Um, and then Aiden, no, Vian Mulder took a wicket for an average of 40. Um, yeah. Kahiso, at his world-class best. Um, he's already taken a, a quarter of the wickets that he... Uh, that he took um, last year, so that's great in one series. If only we're playing more Test cricket. Um, everyone else looked good. Gerald had a great debut. Marco's numbers are surprising, but I'm not surprised because Lungi's numbers looked exactly the same. 
Um, and then he got dropped. So what do you make of, of that bowling attack? I thought they did well. Um, even with the two spinners at the Wanderers, I thought they were really good. Um, but yeah, what do you make of it? Uh, this was this was about a back to his best. You know, mm. there were lots of discussions that he he wasn't at his best in Australia. That he looked a little bit leggy, shall we say? Um, and we talked about the importance before before podcasts about getting the best out of him and how we go about it. Whatever happened prior to the series, it worked. Whatever discussions, whatever agreements, whatever medical treatments he had, they worked a charm. This was Rabada mm. at his best. None more so in that first test, when West Indies had a genuine chance of chasing 245, a genuine chance mm. of getting their first win in years in South Africa, in and Rabada just said, Rabada just said no. Six for 50, thanks for coming, on your bikes, and it came over. He was fantastic. Um, Gerald, Gerald was good. I knew Gerald would be good. I knew Gerald would, would add something to this attack. Um, so I, I, I'm not surprised, but it was good to see that he did it. It was good to see that he, he backed up the fact that he, he has this genuine ability with the ball. Um, not just a, sp a speed merchant either, is able to bowl tight lines. He was going at, mm. you know, just over three and over. You know, lots of talk that he was going to yeah. go for fives and fives and sixes. Uh, so he could be very proud of his performances. Um, the spin department, that's going to be an interesting one. Although it's, it's actually not that interesting because of what we'll, we'll, we'll get into. Achilles. <laughs> yeah, so there was going to be a battle um, uh, to, to be who was keeping number one, but he's going to be out for months. Let's put it that way. Kishoff's yeah. going to be and out for months. Because he won't be playing in county cricket, and that's the that's yeah. what we want, yeah. right? We wanted to watch him yeah. and Simon go yeah. at it. No. And, he's... And, and then say, after the entire county season, this is what it is. But he wasn't going to play the full county season yeah. because of the World Cup. But anyway. Um, Simon. I'll still pick Simon. Yeah. yeah. I love Kesh with everything I have. I'll still pick Simon. Because the way we want to play from a bowling perspective is you want to take wickets. And that's the thing that Keshav cannot do. He can restrict you. He can hold you. He's a better version than Paul Harris can ever dream of being but he does and that second innings yes obviously the Achilles injury Simon Harmer was just better for however long it was Simon was the reason we could op you opened the bowling with Simon Harmer that tells me everything I don't even everything fight. yeah yeah you know and and to a certain extent if I'm Bjorn Fortane I'm sitting there going I can also open the bowling red ball cricket. <laughs> I need a fair shake. And my only question is, are we not just looking at these two and not looking at everybody else? And or, or looking for everyone else. Um so like the, the question can't just be Keshav and Simon. Surely Bjorn needs to come in. You, here. 
Yeah, you would hope that the pool is widened because we do have several options. Uh, mm. As you rightly point out, we have got... I I still want a leg spinner. I really want a leg spinner. The fact that we don't have is is, is a shame. But we do have several spin bowling options: Mother Sammy, uh, Linda, Bjorn Fortein, Tobias Shamsi, and that's that's across formats. All those guys can play play across across formats. There's no reason why they couldn't. You would just have to decide in in what where they would be. Uh, and where where they which country they'd be playing in, um, what was important for me for 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 Simon though, was not the fact that he bowled well. It was the fact that he admitted when they asked him, I think it was, I can't remember. I think it was day three. They yeah, asked him about his performances uh, at day two. They asked and he said, and he said, I actually wasn't very 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 good. He said. I got overexcited. I said, I saw the pitch and I thought, oh, it's going to turn square. All I have to do is p- put it there. His first six overs, he was going for five and over. He was going for five and over. And you thought to think, well, but then he, he, he gained it back. He turned it back, stuck to his routines, mm. and he, he benefited from that. From actually having to work for those wickets. It was only five wickets, but it was... And very important five wickets in terms of of the, uh, the yeah, series. Yeah, because Kachiso's got a niggle. Mm. Keshav's now yeah. on his Achilles. Vian's not bowling. Um, like <laughs> we're running out of bowlers, <laughs> and that was the question for that final day, right? It was yes, it's like three hundred and sixty, but we don't have bowlers. Like Tim might have yeah. to bowl. Dean might have to yeah. end up bowling, and it might just be end up if West Indies somehow find a way to like get through all our proper bowlers, we might find ourselves in trouble because those guys might get tired and start breaking down. And to a certain extent, that, that didn't happen because I think Simon had them on lock. Um, and he bowled really well. Avian bowled well in the first innings. Um, but yeah, it was, it was tough and he's out now. Um, but yeah, one word on the West Indies. What did you make of them? Were you disappointed like I was? I was disappointed, but I see benefits there. I see promise. I see, I see a lot of promise there. But it's it with every series with them, it's the batting. So you see promise, you see ability. I like Joseph. I like um, Holder. Holder's a wonderful cricketer. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's potential. There's 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 talent there. I like Blackwood. I thought Blackwood at the first test played mm-hmm. outstandingly. The issue for them was Rabada sat on Chandapur and Brathwaite, Brathwaite in particular. He got Brathwaite out every single time. Mm. And the highest score that Brathwaite made was 18. Yes. In our preview, we said that was going to be the issue. If the openers get a start, we might be in trouble. They never got a start. So they never actually got themselves in a position where they could take control. It was... Lower order batsman having a hit and and coming off, holders fifty, Blackwood um eight, seventy something, but aside from that, it was it was pretty much. We were always going to win. We were always yeah, going to win, even though they they had flashes of brilliance and flashes of talent, which they've always had. We were always going to win series as yeah. as long to as a certain extent. Own. 
to a certain extent, they need like like South Africa, they need more games. And maybe it's time that the six boards below the top three are like, okay, let's try play cricket amongst ourselves. <coughs> it's going to be expensive, but let's try a live golf type of vibe <coughs> for those guys, just to be like, we're a we're a bigger voting block than you guys, but we'll play amongst ourselves. Because I don't mind us playing Bangladesh five times a year. I don't mind us playing West Indies ten times a year or New Zealand. As long as our guys get games, and who cares about the IPL? If the IPL guys go fine, we'll get these guys in play because that's how that's how you build a core squad, and that's their problem, right? Outside of these batches, who else comes in? And that was South Africa's problem for a while. It still is. You're like, if we have an injury in the top four, who walks in? They're gonna walk in cold. They're gonna. It's 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 tough. And yeah, so Shukri spoke about SAA. What do you give Coach Shukri in this first test series? Two ticks. Two ticks. He, okay. he ticked a lot of boxes in this, in this uh, series. Um, I was unsure. Uh, mm. I thought he would be far more... Um, what's the word? Um, I thought he would be far more certain in, in his um, decision-making. And, and no, Richard... I thought it'd be far more rigid in his decision making. So that would be it, and that's it, and that's and that's the end of the story. The fact that so many players played in the series tells me he's not rigid at all. He's able and flexible to be able to give people different roles. So put my hand up in there, and and that um, I I got that wrong. Um, he could be he could be very proud of of the team's performance. We knew the batting would be an issue, and we know it's still an issue after the series. It was never going to be resolved a couple of weeks before the test series and, 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 and it was just never it was just never going to be resolved. The fact that Aidan Markham, one of the most talented cricketers, is back in form, and the fact that Timber, the, the guy who is our best batsman for the last two years. Average 50. That's it. You know, we want other guys to contribute, but the fact that those guys are doing the business and, and, and producing it tells me that the guys, the other guys are going to get there. It might take them a little bit longer, but they will eventually get there. So I think you can be very, very proud. Um, I thought the fitness at the fielding standards had improved as well. Uh, yes. I th I thought that Kruger and Vake can take a huge uh, bit of credit for that. Um, we've been very inconsistent the last couple of years, you know, up and down. Not always bad, but just up and down. Um, yeah. I, th I thought we, we record everything. Uh, you know, we, the intensity was there when 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 the, the West Indies were looking to get back into a game. We shut the shut the door down. Oh, everything is checked for me. The only question is, it, it would be the wicketkeeper situation. That's still not, not yeah. decided. But it, but everything else, obviously the batting the top six. I think you'd be very proud of of the efforts of the boys, and they responded. They responded. Mm. Um, he wanted them to play a positive approach. We have played a positive approach. It yeah. hasn't always come come off, but we are playing the way that he wants us to play. So, it's uh, a good omen for what's next. Yeah, 
it's a good omen and i i think for temba and shuki i'd give them a seven out of ten um coaching captain included um i think sort out the batting um and then that we could keep a situation and we pretty much are good to go the bowling just that works for itself it's unbelievable it's it must be a captain's joy um right now to have a bowling attack like that and your batting lineup still has a lot of question marks but happy for your both your two best batters to score runs that's what you want um and 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 to a certain extent we talk about our top six right but does at 28 dina 29 even though everyone's one's new one's trying to figure himself out again i'll take that i'll i'll, I'll take that um but but that's what it is. But a good series. Well done, Proteus. Um, our next test match is in a long time, so good luck with that. We've got a lot of ODIs coming up. We've got an ODI on Thursday um, against the West Indies, and we've got five ODIs, three against the West Indies, two against Netherlands to try and get us to a World Cup. Um, the three against West Indies don't count. The two against Netherlands do count, just so you know that. Um, CSA announced a um, contracted squad. This is to close out the show. We're going to do this quickly. Um, these are the contracted squad across all formats. They don't do split contracts. So some I'll read out the names, then we'll just talk about some guys who are missing, and then we'll, we'll go off. Temba Bavuma, Quinton de Kock, Dean Alga, Bjorn Fortein, Riza Hendricks, Hanu Klaassen, Marco Janssen, Sisanda Magala, Keshav Maharaj, Aidan Markham, David Miller, Lungin Giti, Anruf Nokia, Wayne Parnell, Keegan Peterson, Kahiso Rabada, uh, Ryan Rickleton, Tabre Shamsi, Tristan Stubbs, Rassi Fandadisten. A couple of things on this list that I'd like to note before I hand over to you, Tim. Um, Sisanda gets his first one, which is awesome. So does Bjorn Fortain, which I think is amazing. Um, Ryan Rickleton as well. Um, Ryan's one is important because then that ankle is now CSA's problem. It's no longer the Lions' problem. So Ryan can play on whatever worn ankle he can play on because now he's contracted and they have to pay his medical bills, which is quite interesting. Um, the guys who are missing, Calvarena, George Linda, um, I don't know who else I haven't seen on this list, um, but that's obviously would be truly disappointing because I think Carl still has a future in South African cricket across all three formats. Um, what do you make of this list, Tim? It's a good list. Um, you and I discussed privately um, uh, before this. Mm. I think the fact that it's been increased. So last uh, year it was 16 names. Yeah. It's now been increased to 20. So if they haven't stuck to that rigid 16 they have just added another four names which the names that you pointed out mm. um which are as you say stabs Fortane, magala and rickleton all deserve it of 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 the contracts mm. the rickleton one obviously is the most interesting one as you pointed out in time in terms of his uh ankle injury um it's a good list i don't think there's anybody that can say you know what, I deserve to still be there. If I'm just look, okay. thinking back to the guys that are not there, Bjorn Hendricks, George Linder, Janaman Malan, and who's the fourth one? Uh, the fourth one escapes me, escapes me for a minute. I don't think to a large extent those guys can mm. say, you know what, as much as I want George in the team, I don't Andy think... Andile. Andile. Uh, yes, that's right. That's right. Um, I don't think they can be too hard done by. Um, yeah, it doesn't I, mean you won't go to the World Cup. It just it means doesn't. these are the guys that were looking to build around the World Cup. So if yes. you're looking for a yes. majority World Cup squad and also for the World Cup, the T20 World Cup, I think next year, 
these are the guys we're yeah. use. These are the guys that we're looking yeah. as a core. Yeah. Um, yeah. And yeah, it is disappointing, but it's a reflection of their performances. Yeah. I think Yanaman's look, been look, since 2021. Well, it's, it, it's, it's alarm bells to. Andile yeah. and Yanaman for me. Yeah. It's alarm bells to both of them. If they're not there in terms of, as you say, our focus is the 50 over World Cups now. That's our focus. Both of those guys should be there. But particularly Yanaman, his yeah. form is just fallen off a cliff. Literally, falling oh, off true. a cliff. Um, okay, so, yeah. yeah. So, like, let's end it there. Thank you very much for joining us, Tim. I will well, you're the host of the show. I shouldn't say thank you very much for joining. You're always here. Um, but yeah, anyway, if you want to add to that to the podcast, please do email me. Um, yeah, we're, we're gaining traction around the world. Um, lots of views and hits on all three of our platforms, as well as our Spotify account and our Apple Podcast account. Sponsors in drink and drinks. We're looking for sponsors for drinks. I drink a lot of this podcast. So if you are yes, a drinks yes, uh, sponsor, drink so yeah. I mean, and I'm happy to. Yeah. Hand this up a hundred times a day if you want. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Thank you very much, everybody. Have a good day. Goodbye. And le sale.